0: listening to anti Didact, the podcast about how to where we ask how come my name is ian and i am but one of your podcasters tonight who else is podcasting with me oh my god i'm back from the dead it's me alex i'm back from my greco-roman classical antiquity adventure <laughs> and i'm back in the fatherland who's next to me oh it's me hank uh i'm uh, i'm in the i'm in the, the fucking uh you Boom! <laughs> Boom! All right, that's enough. We've- he tried. <laughs> I'm the throat clear man because I can't get a proper glory hole to put my throat on these days. What? Yeah, what the fuck? So you're the throat goat? because so You can't find a glory hole. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know Should where we I was restart going with this. this? No, no. I think we got to keep going. <laughs> okay. Uh, Hank, you had an interview today. Oh yeah, so I had an interview with these uh, these people today. Um, you know, I'm like, I'm it's me. I'm looking for a software engineer thing. <laughs> It's they're me. like, they're like, oh, we're not software engineers, but you know, maybe you can come here and like do stuff because we've got all these funny little robots. And I'm like, oh, I love funny little robots. Can, can you share what agency this was for, and if not, can you uh, at least like give a funny, uh, you know, anagram for it? Or something? It was like, mm-hmm. it was like amazing systems or cool business, <laughs> something like that. Good job. Yeah. So like, I use my, I use my, my standard uh, schmoozem up story where he's like. We got all these little robots. I'm like, oh, dude, I know robots. One time I was doing an interview. I was doing an internship and we had a fucking catastrophic code five error because one of the robots spilled all of this strawberry soda all over another robot. And then that robot was like driving around with like soda leaking out of it everywhere. And the entire complex where all the robots lived got so gummed up with strawberry soda that like it set off a cascade that shut down the entire business. Was it your fault? No, but I got to see it. It was crazy. Like it was like because <laughs> it was like those pallet things with like tons and tons of soda. Like I'm not oh, I'm not yeah. tar- I'm just I'm not talking just one soda. I'm talking like 16 <laughs> gallons, maybe more of strawberry like Fanta juice, just gumming up everything. Like can you imagine being a robot? Did you and, look like, it up? Did I look it up? Yeah, look it up. Did lick I look lick it look up? up? Yeah. No, they had they had the licking robots for that. Yeah, they wouldn't allow them on the premises. <laughs> so I take it the robots weren't forklift certified. That was the problem. <laughs> no, they have like they have like smaller knockoff forklifts where they have like it's like a little tiny like picture picture like a plate with wheels and a fork on it. Like it can pick up small things like maybe a couple cans of soda or like maybe it can pick up like a like a maybe another dinner plate or something. I don't know. Um, but it basically sorts like groceries, but. If you spill the juice, the entire system goes down. Mm. It, I, didn't, I don't know if it was very well put together, to be honest. It sounds like the story when Alex dropped all the ouzo at the liquor store because he was trying to carry it all out in his arms. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hate it when that <laughs> happened. Yeah. Oh, like when you fill up your plastic bag full of gasoline and it spills everywhere. I hate that. When <laughs> you get into <laughs> your car and it just starts smelling like gasoline. Wait, I... so were you trying to steal a bunch of strawberry Fanta from the warehouse? No, then... I was I was just a bored little intern just watching the chaos unfold as all of these robots are bumping into each other and getting all f- f- wet and soggy and foamy. <laughs> oh, that sounds fun. And they're screaming in pain. Oh, help me, help me. God, I have soda juice in my veins. It's supposed to be oil. <laughs> Alex, could you please tell us about your experience in the motherland? Yeah, so I went to um, ancient Greece and... <laughs> um you know went when all over that country um and i i just want to tell you about one uh taxi driver i ran into because one one thing that's really cool about greece is an english speaker is like everybody speaks greek, uh, english for some reason mm-hmm. and even just like random cab drivers and this one cab driver is like all right when you come back to and i can do this accent because i'm greek uh, <laughs> when, when, when you go back to greece you have to go to the island of milos and i'm like milos okay what's cool about milos and he's like I'm going to sound crazy, but you have to go and you need to stay at this. Re- I don't remember the name of the fucking resort. I'll never be able to be there. But um, you got to go and you got to try the watermelon pie. And he's like so excited. He's like banging on the wheel talking, <laughs> talking, talking about the watermelon pie. With each, with each syllable. Water, watermelon, like, pie. He's like, I know it sounds crazy. Like I would never try watermelon pie. And I'm, like, I'm not that against it. But he's like, uh, and they, they offered it to me and I ate the whole tray of watermelon pie. And like, I think that shit's bussin. I gotta try it out, and you know, it's either great or his wife owns the watermelon pie store. Um, yeah, so just just a big up for the taxi drivers of the whole city of Greece. Um, <laughs> Did anyone they're... like break out into like musicals or anything? Um, no. <laughs> I wish I, you know, I went to this big like ancient amphitheater. And I had mentioned, like, because I was in this big tour group, and I had, like, mentioned to people earlier earlier that I, like, am a musician, and they're like, oh, you have to go to the middle of the amphitheater and sing. And I'm like, no, no, no. And I, like, I just ran away. I didn't spend a long time there. Oh, you must have thought I was a castrato. That's not true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look at these balls. I ain't no castrato. Would you sing in the amphitheater for $10? If, they, if somebody <laughs> offered me... Um, well, I guess with the exchange, like about like nine fifty in euros, I probably would have stayed there. <laughs> Yo, yeah, what the fuck? Euros are worth less than dollars no, now. It, That's like seven dollars, isn't it? it? Like no, that? it sucks because when I left, the, I had to pay like two hundred dollars for like one hundred and seventy euros, and the second I got back, the exchange rate was like ninety point nine nine to one. It's like ah, uh, should have been doing forex trading. That's the big mistake. Oh, oh, this is where I was going with this. Did you did you encounter any glory holes in Greece? Why? Are you, you're you on a big glory hole I don't know, today. I don't know. I'm just, it's Freddy, on the mind. Freddy, Freddy, oh, wait, sorry. This is... <laughs> oh, he, he did! He saw one! You just sparked two <laughs> things I want to go through very quickly. Every single tourist shop in Greece has big wooden dicks for some reason. They're <laughs> way too, like, unfinished and, like, they, they could not be used for sexual pleasure because, like, they are just splintery, splintery wood. Can yeah. they be used for Unless, bludgeoning? Do they still have the bark on them? And and this is a, a country. <laughs> yeah, they're barky dicks. Um, this is a country that's like ninety eight percent Roman Catholic, so I just don't understand you know this is this should be a cultural taboo mm-hmm. um and just i just one more very quick story. I met this dude who uh, claimed that he has the Olympic torch from nineteen seventy six in Berlin. And so you go into this little shop in the city of Olympia, and he's like, come, hold the torch, like, take a picture. And he pull, you whip it out, it looks like Legos. And then he tries <laughs> come to hold sell my you... my torch, he, and he whips it out. He tries to, yeah, he tries to sell you jewelry <laughs> after, too. He's like, hold my torch, buy this fucking um, pendant. And buy my wooden dick. He's like a local celebrity. They call him wow. George with the Torch. So, you know, <laughs> That's if, you're George ever, George. if you're ever, you know, just like, out in Olympia, Greece, uh, you gotta talk to George with the Torch. That's a good nickname, I like that. It's pretty ill. That kind of reminds me of the Southeast Asian markets where they have like World as a Fuck shirts and I Heart Pussy. I saw one in Greece that said Star Fucks Coffee with the logo. I don't oh even get God. what the joke is. Oh, that you could fuck the Starbucks mermaid. Oh, true. The- I think the Starbucks mermaid is Athena, so it makes sense that it's in Greece. Yeah. Seven legs, nine vaganias. <laughs> That's my breakfast order. <laughs> with Hollandaise. <laughs> yeah. Hank, could you introduce this guide? I can't think of a segue. Damn it! I was waiting for the segue. Does it have anything to do with grease or glory holes? I don't think it does at all. Damn it! Today we are going to be tasting how to carry out sensory evaluation. Yes. Sounds. This sounds like mindfulness bullshit. (laughs) Hell yeah! uh, (laughs) Fuck mental health. (laughs) Sensory evaluation is the process of using your senses to judge a food product. This can be done for fun or for marketing purposes to predict potential customers' tastes. By examining the food's appearance, tasting the food, and creating an ideal environment for the evaluation, you can get information about a given food and how the people will perceive it. You can detect the food's energy levels. Hmm, yes, this food is... I'm detecting that it's very edible. Oh, this. so this is what that ice cream taster guy does. Oh, yeah, the warm-it-up. Warm we need a succulency rating. <laughs> I believe that was the video that skyrocketed Ethan Klein to the <clears throat> YouTube algorithm. <laughs> oh, Dead serious. I don't Dear even God. know who that is. Yep. Good. <laughs> what did I miss with he, the month? He's declined. No, trust me, you don't want to know. Ethan More declined. like Ethan D. Klein. <laughs> <laughs> Part. All right. Part one, uh, examining the food's appearance. Step one, look at the food to determine the color. Examine the food with your eyes. What color is this? This is ableist. I'm blind. This is taupe. Hmm, my brownies are green. They should be called greenies. <laughs> <laughs> These really taste like a like a pring. I should call them Pringles. Imagine being a synesthete and trying to do a sensory evaluation. It's like, oh, it looks tangy. It tastes... Blue, but it smells like the letter L, yeah. and it feels it smells happy. Like the, it smells oh. like rain on a Thursday. I don't know. <laughs> also, this is the the sight uh, step, and the images of someone's someone looking at a food with their nose circled. Yeah, a question mark. Yes. Like, what is this? What is this body part right here? So, if it's in a test container, remove it so you can get a better look at the color. Like you a test w- tube? Yeah, you don't want the the test container contaminating your your eyesight. Ah, oh, yes, Just- my genetically engineered brownie tube. <laughs> I've genetically engendered a friend. <laughs> it's like um like a arctic core sample taken out of like a famous French dessert. <laughs> you have to suck it out of the the test tube. Oh wait, honestly, I feel stuff. like an arctic core sample. Like, imagine the taste on that, dude. Imagine Nobody's n- tasted that for hundreds what of years. What about an armored core sample? It just tastes like iron. What about the Arctic Corlata? Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's just a pulverized Dunkin' Donuts coffee. And it's got the thing from the John Carpenter film in it. Diced. <laughs> it's got diced thing. Mm, I'm getting notes of mm, human flesh. I'm getting notes of worm and fire. <laughs> so write down what color you perceive the food to be. It can be helpful to note if the color is light or intense and whether the color seems pure or muddy. Hmm. <laughs> I love the taste of dirt can in the morning. You, can you th- are they talking about the taste or the look? The look of it. Can you? What? What looks muddy other than mud? Uh, mm, like pudding, a, chocolate um, pudding. Ooh, ooh. But it's just because it looks like a mud. blondie brownie, that doesn't look like mud. Well, it's muddy because it's not one color. Yeah, but that's just kind of marbled, isn't it? I only yeah, eat, that's the point. You know, I only like eat... pure is like one color. You know. I only eat muddy-looking food. Like my my my. <laughs> my <laughs> My wife's boyfriend makes uh, like ground beef, but like puts in a little like plastic cup and like gummy worms in there. It's, it's pretty delicious <laughs> ground beef. I was, I spent like three seconds buffering thinking of the phrase "wife's boyfriend." <laughs> I I in preschool, I think they gave us those like little um, it was like a little bit of chocolate cake, Oreo, some was gummy there. worms, some Oreo, and I wouldn't eat it. Because it looked like a flower pot. <laughs> and that's the only reason I wouldn't eat it. Yeah, why did you intentionally make this delicious food look like manure? It's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun. It's when not I was, good for you. When I was reading. in preschool, there was like a big fad of chewing your milk. Like letting it go rotten no, like just and then like, chewing it? just like drinking a little bit and going... <laughs> I mean, I still kind of do that to this day with everything I drink. You chomp milk? There's, there's this yeah, one cutter, chomp, I chomp everything I drink. There's this one kid who used to sit at my lunch table in high school, and like for a whole month, we would just like wait until he started chewing and make really exaggerated sounds and be like and then he would take a sip and be like (laughs) and he moved tables. You guys are mean. He'd take a nap and he'd go like (laughs) (laughs) listen we were (laughs) making fun of him we just just thought he needed more foley uh, foley work. You were practicing mimicry which is a standard animal behavior. (laughs) I was trying to mate with him. (laughs) So uh, note if the color is consistent throughout or not and note if any liquids are transparent or not yeah what other liquids are transparent aside from like absinthe and vodka uh water <laughs> that's one i don't know is that really what if you like put uh, some dirt uh, in it though Hiss. depending on the things <laughs> you've oh, drank capri, that. capri sun what's that comes in the clear pouch <laughs> <laughs> yeah the roaring waters mm-hmm. yeah don't get me started on roaring i, waters. I, I was trying to get you started <laughs> on roaring Waters. i think wasn't there a clear gatorade too like a like a water pepsi clear water raid. Ooh, Ooh. I know. no crystal pepsi i always call it pepsi clear yeah, uh party. Bud light <laughs> it's essentially clear uh part one step two feel the food with your fingers to note the texture remove the food from the test container touch it to see if it is mushy grainy crumbly or a different texture <laughs> write down any <laughs> notes about the texture and free associate if you like oh this is hank's job oh wow I, I just want to play a quick game. We can edit this out if we need to. Let's go in this quick circle. And everybody names a texture until somebody can't. Go. You have to start. Ah, um, mushy. That's in the guide. Um, <laughs> you um, cheater. So stole the texture. <laughs> gravelly. <laughs> the grainy and crumbly were the two other words. You know what? Maybe, <laughs> maybe like those are like the prime textures, <laughs> and all other textures are a combination of the prime. Like the gravelly is kind part. of like grainy and crumbly. I guess goopy. I didn't it's go like, to texture school. And yeah, maybe these are like the parent textures. They they put a lot of, they tried to think of a fourth texture to put, and they just, like, no, this is all. It's like that, red, red, blue, a, and yellow. It's no, like no, no, no. The primary they, textures. What about gaseous? That's like the umame of textures. <laughs> gaseous? Oh, um, is that like, is that like when you eat too many beans? It's like a hazy there's, texture. Is that when yeah, no, no, it has, like, nitrogen in it, where it's, like, bubbly? No, it would be like going to one of those, like, experimental restaurants and getting them to, like, spray perfume in your mouth and call it like a dessert <laughs> like that would be like oh, oh it tastes so gaseous it's imagine so if thought. you went to like a really fancy five-star restaurant and you like you got one of those little fire hydrants full of the fruit juice that you could squirt into your own mouth <laughs> as a dessert yeah we did that on a previous episode of a podcast that we did <laughs> well maybe maybe it's a restaurant like that you know it's, it's avant-garde you could open that restaurant i've been thinking about a opening restaurant this is the perfect time to unveil my restaurant idea the pringles restaurant Oh, I think I'm gonna talk about (laughs) squirtucci's. Oh, no, that that idea already, uh, that's That's, already rolling. That's tanked. Um, Yeah, I think Pringles is the perfect thing to bring to a restaurant. Like, you know, the the Hershey Park? They have, like, that Hershey restaurant where they put chocolate on everything that shouldn't have chocolate on it. Uh, They make, like, chocolate steak. Chocolate spaghetti. Chocolate spaghetti, all sorts of stuff. (laughs) Why not Pringles? They already have the flavors. And, like, salty and sweet. Like, that could work. You, if it's a potato-based restaurant, so like you know, they got latkes. They've got. It's a potato-based restaurant from all cultures. They've, like, got, they've got gnocchi. Yeah, yeah they, I they, mean, he, Pete, there's pizza-flavored nachos when I just put it on pizza. TV. Pizza-flavored Pringles. You, I mean, dance same. Th- pr- wait, Pringles not- are basically nachos. I don't want to. hear Okay, it. wait, no, no, hold up. They need. They need. You, there's they need nacho Pringles. The Garcia- fact is, tra- cheddar, <laughs> treasure cheddar, but okay. not fucking. When you get when you get potatoes and nachos confused, that's called being Garcia Brogan pilled. oh yeah i guess nachos technically aren't potato chips well i think pringles did experiment with a corn chip i don't think it succeeded very well so maybe stick to potatoes yeah i wouldn't want that like grainy gravelly texture from a pringle i'm looking for more of like a snap but uh yeah pringles restaurant i think i lost my thunder your thunder from down under yeah he stole your thunder fred carry on. Oh no, fuck. I'm passing it backwards. What the I mean, fuck is wrong I, with me? That it, never happens. I can if you want, but I don't want to take away Grease Boy's uh Grease Boy? <laughs> <laughs> his, his return debut. That's anti-Grecian discrimination. <laughs> Just because I'm sweating and covered in olive oil doesn't make me Grease Boy. Part one, step three. Work the food with your fingers and note any sounds. Press a bit of the food between your fingers. Listen for any crackling or crunching. Oh my god, imagine just like squeezing a cheeseburger like this and going like, ah! <laughs> That's not the right sound a cheeseburger should he's, make. Just waiting for the pop. Just <laughs> gently squeezing a taco and it just gets ruined. The, the, <laughs> yeah, the waiter comes back and you just have like a fistful of taco ingredients. It's like there's something off about the texture. Can like, you, how can, was it? Can you make it a little more crumply? And how's everything <laughs> tasting? And you've got the entire entree like in your hand. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, this is delicious. So like, you're <laughs> like, I, can, it, like. I can tell you how it feels. <laughs> you can go to like a really fancy restaurant where like their thing is powerlifters will squeeze the life out of all the food you get. Yeah, I can't tell you how it really is. I can only tell you what it feels like. And right now there's a steel knife in my windpipe. It's Kitchen Nightmares and Gordon Ramsay <laughs> you is... <just> did <laughs> Gordon Ramsay's peeling the ravioli and, like, feeling the ricotta and, like, rubbing it on his face. He's like, fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like he has, like, a cosmetic mask on, but he's just covered in, like, creme creme friche. Be wise, ravioli eyes. How old is the ricotta? Five weeks. (laughs) Are you (laughs) telling me I put five-week-old ricotta on my face? (laughs) You fucking donut. (laughs) Yeah, I, I wasn't willing to do that accent. I'm sorry. Let me speak to the chef. Oh, God. You're an idiot sandwich One piece of bread here One piece of bread there No brains in the middle <laughs> There is there, So in, when I was in the In ancient Greece uh, In my tour group There was a couple people From like so- Southern England So they had like The ill accent And at one point We're just like Sitting eating this like Big dinner And he like Points me He's like Tastes a little like Roadkill innit And I was like hey, You have no what? idea How like Stereotypical that was Dude <laughs> Like I, I couldn't say that To him Like you I, I see Twitter posts About that all the time about people like you <laughs> what what She's does "in not... it even mean isn't it is, 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 is isn't it, it in it it's a little it? like yeah, a roadkill in it wait is that's a british stereotype i didn't know that british people say in it you didn't know no, that No, about eating roadkill No, no no i like like just complaining about the food and then like <laughs> oh. saying in it well, that's some okay. fucking okay. rage coming okay. from a British person with their quasi-hamburgers over there. Well, yeah, the other thing you mentioned in that conversation was like, well, in England it's great because, like, you have the cuisines from all over the world. You could go to an Indian. And I'm like, we have that in America, but we also have, like, edible food from our own cultures. <laughs> we have that in America. And guess what? We hate the people who cook it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we don't make eye contact when we pick up a curry. That's what makes us different. Fish and that's chips. Me. I, I oh, always make God. eye contact with my curry salesman. <laughs> Chips and, <laughs> chips and crisps i make my own curry they don't have donair in america that's true we need more turks yeah. what's doner? Doner. it's like a like a sandwich made with the sliced meat like the shawarma meat um, it rotates on the spit oh, it's, it's near so eastern food I eat that. if the food is so getting back to the guide if the food is something like a cereal with many small bits Listen to hear if the pieces make a noise as they brush past another in the I, This needs to become ASMR. ASMR <laughs> and going. Hey guys, today I'm going to eat cherries. <laughs> listen, listen to hear... <laughs> are, you quite, are you quite done? I'm going to make escargot out of the frog in my throat. Listen to hear if the pieces make a sound as they brush past one another in the container. Make notes to catalog your thoughts. <laughs> So what, Fred? What sound do you think it made as the pieces brush uh, brush past against one each other in the container? What was the thing that is brushing past? <laughs> the pieces of a oh food that has many oh. small bits in it. <laughs> so we're talking about something with like a, a grumbly texture, maybe like a crumbly texture. That's pretty good, dude. You're making me hangry. All right. <laughs> oh my god! I made the swallow sound. Too. Jesus Christ, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> There's also the sound that makes when a face hucker. Le- le- face hucker. <laughs> I'm just, just toss that one. Yeah, I watch a lot of ASMR, so. Part one, step four. Look at the packaging and see if it suits the food. Inspect the food's packaging with your eyes and your hands. Does the packaging match the food? <laughs> hmm, it says Pringles, but it seems to be full of escargot. Oh my god, that thing where it's like, in, it's the Pizza Hut commercial, but they put glue in the cheese to make it look more cheesy. <laughs> Oh, you go to, like, one of those Japanese restaurants where they have wax food out front, and you, like, actually eat the... It's like eating those, like, wax lips. I don't know how those are classified as a candy, by the way. That's kind of weird. No, they're they're, all, they're they're. Wait, did you say glass lips or wax lips? <laughs> wax lips. Yeah, the, the cherry-flavored ones? Wax lips are uh, classified as an incontinence aid. It helps you get indigestion. I'll be real, when I was a kid, I used to eat the wax bottles from the soda bottles. And let's be real, as an adult you still eat the baby bell wax containers. I was I was uh, <laughs> Ian was telling me how much he loves to eat the shells of shrimps, like he keeps them on. Yeah. I watched a video where Jack Pepin is cooking shrimp with Julia Child and he's like He's like, I think I will have it with the shell on. And Julia's like, Oh no, don't do that! No, you, you just, you just uh, uh, gained so much cred with the gay community by telling that story. I love Julia Child. <laughs> no, I'm just she, she broke my heart. We love the gay community. We're just saying, you know? isn't she the one that went to prison? No, you're thinking of Martha Stewart. I am thinking of Martha Stewart, you're right? Yeah, and she would she would definitely eat a crab with the shell on. <laughs> she nasty. Snoop Dogg knows. Uh, Snoop Dogg's like. She's real. She eats crab with the crab on it. Have you seen how unchill Snoop Dogg is? Wait, <laughs> what? Well, like, he gets exasperated. He's like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah, I thought he, he was the chillest. Out, like when he lost in Super Mario Brothers on stream, and he started just <laughs> oh, <that's> freaking out. <laughs> but, see, he only, yeah, he only was mad the important things. That's what matters. For a guy who says he smokes eighty-seven blunts a day, he's not very chill. Probably makes him a little grumpy. I don't <laughs> know, man. <laughs> Oh, Little Baby hasn't had his 87th point <laughs> yet. For some, reason, for some reason, the people the people I've met who just only smoke weed all day, they're a little grumpy. He's a little grumpy with it. couldn't think of why. Notice if the packaging holds the food well, or if it makes it easier to eat. Yeah, I like when the packaging makes it harder to eat and you have to go through a little game to like get the actual food out. You're like a squirrel with a big walnut. It definitely engages me. I like to be engaged with my food. Write down like, in what type of way. Uh, mentally, uh, 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 spousally. Oh, okay, I was waiting for that. You just got, you got there early. <laughs> <Boo>. <laughs> awesome. I like to sleep with the food, but we have to sleep in separate beds now. I can't sleep with my Pringles anymore. <laughs> my souffle made me sleep on the couch. <laughs> you turn over in the middle of the night, you just smash your hand into a casserole. I'm oh. so sorry, honey. Oh, God, I need to call an ambulance. Woke up on the wrong side of the casserole. Would you call an ambulance or would you call a delivery driver? <laughs> Oh, Hank! <laughs> uh. <laughs> write down any notes about the food's packaging and whether it's useful what is it like what is this like if I got like a food that's like packaged in knives that I could keep for later no, saying, does it have like excessive plastic um, well, does it have not enough plastic is it just like uh, yo- yogurt in a sack uh, if it's useful I'm thinking of like a two ball screwball where it has the spoon included inside the packaging or like Snapple where mm-hmm. it has like a useful joke Oh, yeah. A joke that you can use to get out of a hostage situation, potentially. (laughs) Or the cap, yeah, where it's popped if it's open already or not, you know? Yeah, it's functional. Or, like, you know, um, in, like, a soda can where you're supposed to take, like, the little metal flap out until it breaks and, like, falls into the drink and you just drink it with it in there. uh, Nobody else does that. Yeah, no, 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 (laughs) that's... Everyone does that, yeah. And, and you you show you have to go to the ER seven times a year to get the little <laughs> plastic tab out of your throat. The thirty plastic tabs. They know my name they call it fuck tab boys back. <laughs> tabloids get the detabulator. Get the tabloids. <laughs> You're going for an MRI and your insides get all torn apart. Oh god. <laughs> oh yeah. God. <laughs> what does MRI stand for? My rectums impounded (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty damn close that's great if the packaging has any important parts that enable you to eat the food do they work? for example, if the food item is a juice box does the diameter of the straw fit the hole that was cut for it? I've had situations where you try to put the straw in the hole, and the hole is simply too strong, and the straw bends and flexes in the middle, yep. and then you have so much difficulty after that getting the straw into it. And then it becomes like you just need to like puncture some sort of like, uh, place in there so you could suck it out manually. You know like the Capri Suns, you just poke a hole in the bottom of the Capri Suns. You know, what was really cancer was the Kool-Aid Jammers, where they didn't actually have a straw hole. They just had a flap. Like the oh, flap on the top yep, would open and yep. you would have to jam it through and i watched so many kids in school just jam the straw through the back of the the back of the juice box the so like straw they, was they too to strong it would just start leaking out the back and they'd have to yep. shotgun it <laughs> shotgun and kool-aid jammers <laughs> do you ever had the the telescopic straws yeah with the fancy milks yeah i would keep those for later yeah, so they were so good you could even see fred's dick with them <laughs> i <laughs> don't even know what those straws are was that an insult <laughs> no, dude, the that straw was... is really big. It's a really big straw. I nobody's seen a bigger straw. I can't believe I made that joke. <laughs> One time, I tried to eat oatmeal with a curly straw. How did it... you can do that? You can enjoy that. No, you can't. <laughs> If it was a, if the diameter, if you measured the actual oat Do you length, know how much air pressure you need to, like, it's hard enough to suck a drink through one of those curly straws, probably, let alone, like, pull oatmeal. You probably could, like, you're probably, like, spending more calories than you consume doing that. Also, like eating celery. celery. And you can't clean it either. Now it's ruined. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> the water will not go all the way through it. Oh, but if you blow on it really hard, it will come out at mock speed. Yes. Yeah, it'll come out at the speed of sound or higher. <laughs> And we're on to step two, or part two. We finally get to taste the food, guys. Finally. 20 minutes in. I've been just chomping on my chompers waiting for the shit dude she's eating hamburger completely wrong she she's holding a hamburger with both hands on the bottom bun no, no, it's, stability no it's, just, at all. it's just one hand and she's holding it up to smell it yeah all she's doing is smelling it yeah clearly so you don't do a full sensory overload or whatever the fuck of your food before <laughs> you. Eat it. Have, have you ever tried eating a hamburger top down <laughs> have you ever looked a hamburger straight in the eyes <laughs> have you ever eaten hamburger too reloaded hamburger help me god <laughs> I always put on my Hamburger Helper Club oh, before I eat a hamburger. that That's your t-shirt. you got to get the Hamburger Help Me God shirt. <laughs> I'd buy that. All right. Step one, smell the food to note the aroma. Hold your nose to the edge of the test container and inhale deeply. Take note of any scents or aromas you smell. Be creative and write down any associations you might smell... Uh, be creative and write down any associations. I'm getting a lot of hot dog notes from this hamburger. Yeah, this, this ketchup is very G-sharp. Hmm. I don't have anything to add. <laughs> this is mustard. <laughs> After my half-hour sensual assessment, I've determined that this is in fact mustard. It's yellow. It like, tastes like shit. I don't think I've ever had like such an intimate relationship with food is like the people in this guide like i don't think i've ever like held up the hamburger and like admired it first and guessed all its different colors before like sniffing it all around and then staring it in the face before eating it like well i just never done any of this shit well i was in ancient greece um i i had a chicken that was like so good like it was seriously so good and i started like lowering it towards my crotch slowly but i was like (laughs) no this can't be this is too much too soon unwillingly (laughs) lowering it towards your crotch (laughs) <laughs> no he was gonna he ate it afterwards yeah right, but but i was like i can either have, have my body. Chi- i can either eat my chicken or fuck it too and i just <laughs> decided to eat it you might smell flavorings or ingredients that are a part of the food you're smelling what like the mustard you might smell also no jesus christ you the smell might also trigger a memory I remember eating this yesterday. <laughs> when you're getting your <laughs> when you're getting your regular order from the fast food restaurant, the one that they already have ready when you walk in the front door. Yeah, this is giving me deja vu. And it's like, <laughs> all right, fish fillet man. Just the fattest guy you've ever seen like, "Oh, I'm having deja vu right now." <laughs> you're getting deja vu cuz you're eating leftovers. <laughs> you're giving a, a 60-year-old boy's milkshake every morning. A 60-year-old boy. <laughs> When, when aging, when, it, like, t- when health technology makes us live to 500, he's like, he's just a 60-year-old boy. He hasn't even hit his first menopause yet. He hasn't even <laughs> tasted mustard. For example, a cereal may smell of corn if that is an ingredient. Alternatively, a chocolate chip cookie might smell not only of vanilla, but also remind you of your grandma's house. Mm, it smells just like my grandma. Yeah, my grandma used to always, like, put a little bit of her perfume. She always put a little bit of baby powder in her. (laughs) It's a secret ingredient. Cookies. You're you're looking through her cookbook, and the secret ingredients are all, like, cleaning supplies. (laughs) Drano? Yeah, like, two drops of bleach, and you're like, what? (laughs) I always put a little bit of my uh, heart medication in there. (laughs) Wait, how much bleach do you think you could eat, like, as, like, a garnish? I know if you put two, it, it's one drop for every gallon of water purifies it. So, like, if you put a drop of bleach into a gallon of water, it you can. It just drink becomes it. purified water. Yeah, you have to let it sit <laughs> for a while, and then you have to let it boil off. So, like, you have to shake it up, and then you like let it leave it open to like air out for a while. I, so like, it depends Wait, on really? what stage yeah. during the cooking you add it to. Because it's chlorine, bleach is chlorine. Oh, so like if I buy a bottle of bleach from a store, I can like drink piss? No, no, <laughs> because piss is not water. It doesn't take it's the kind p- of r- it doesn't take the piss out of piss. What what if like what if I put a little bit of like like what if I get it straight from like a river or something it's like part piss. And you well you won't die but you're still drinking piss. Fuck. Piss and bleach. Do it's you my want to drink, drink your piss? Well, I'm more thinking of like a survival kind of situation where I'm like, "Oh no, I I have to I have to pee." <laughs> <laughs> Survival is a situation where you have to pee. That's, that's when I know I have to start drinking piss. <laughs> Just piss straight into your mouth at that point. Cut out the middle, man. It's like a little water fountain. A little bubbler. Or a Boris. Oh, it's a little bubbler. <laughs> I think we should retire Ouroboros. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's very yeah, applicable like to many things, but I think he He's, he's been around for so long. Yeah, that joke goes around forever. Yeah. <laughs> If you're having trouble smelling the food, break it up a bit with your fingers. I hate this. It's you don't You don't like sticking your fingers like right into your I, meal I and love, fingering your I meal? I love having just like a delicious meal and turning it into just like an experiment. Mush. Can you imagine going to like a really fancy restaurant where they give you those plates with like the one shrimp and like a dollop of sauce and they'll be like, that'll be $300 and you just pick up the shrimp squeeze it and like he's <laughs> like that's shrimp alright start hyperventilating the chef would probably come out just to watch you <laughs> yeah Ian loves to go and order shrimp and like only eat the shells and leave the shrimp on the plate like, this guy's snorting shrimp he got a shrimp in his nose I don't even know how to defend myself Uh, part two step two taste the food to determine the texture Take a bite of the food and feel its texture as you chew it. feels like (laughs) shit. Mm. Notice if the texture of the food when you're eating it feels different than when you touched it. Make notes about the food's physical texture and also how you feel (laughs) eating the food. For some reason, the hamburger feels more mushy now that I mushed it. (laughs) (laughs) Also, how you feel while eating the food. If it is comfortable, for example. What does comfort food mean to you? I can sit on it. Comfort food makes me want to just recline into the couch and fall asleep. Yeah, it's like Thanksgiving. It's like mac and cheese. Yeah, I think does ease of eating take into consideration? Yeah, like uh, a lobster is definitely not comfort food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I could see a lobster being comfort because it's like it's kind of like it's cathartic like, to peel apart the f- rend the flesh from the bone. But it is a lot of effort, you know. It's like a puzzle. It's like, like on a day, if you're like an old person, you got nothing better to do but eat a lobster. Yeah, I feel like it's a very enriching food. It's <laughs> a lot of enrichment, <laughs> but it might not be uh, re- like relaxing. Lobster is just labor. That's why they used to give it to prisoners. Lobster work is work, too. Well, prisoners hated it because they would just grind the lobsters up. They weren't taking oh, the time shit. to pick them clean. You don't have time for that shit. And they weren't guys, giving... They're they prisoners. They're getting bits of shell. They weren't giving the prisoners, like, nutcrackers either. Or so. hot butter. Which would be fine with me because I like <laughs> the shell. Can you eat <laughs> shells? Yeah, they're actually good for you. Yeah. you know? Alex told me that earlier. <laughs> no, that was Ian who kept talking about that earlier, wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> You might consider if it crunches between your teeth or dissolves. For example, for example, what? They didn't. There's no example here. They just say no, for example. No, you might do that. For example. Oh, for example. <laughs> I don't know. They should have said something. They should have done. They should have done some shit. About like that. what crunches and then dissolves? Like a toasted marshmallow? Crunches and then dissolves. A, uh, a crunch, Pringle. A Pringle. Yes, they do dissolve. They dissolve into powder. Pop Rocks. Uh, cotton candy. Yeah, that's crunchy. Um, <laughs> well, can, sometimes if you lick it and you kind of get a little bit of juice on it, I'm hard enough. cotton candy for feel like, extra crunch. You just, like, flick water on it a couple times. I'll be honest, cotton candy is so fucking disgusting. Like, it doesn't yeah. taste bad, but everything about it is disgusting. I don't even think it tastes good. Like, it, it just tastes like sugar. I would rather have sugar water. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not going to argue with people that, like, oh, it tastes bad. That's why it's bad. Like, no, it's just, like, it's sticky. You have to touch it with your hands. And if you don't touch it with your hands, you're going to wear it on your face. Yeah. It's a so, cotton candy beard. I love eating hair. I'd rather just eat pixie sticks and drown in my suffering. Drown in your suffering. What's wrong, Fred? I have a sugar addiction. <laughs> How's anger management going? <laughs> it's not going well. Okay. What's What's your daily intake? How many grams are you? Are you? A, are you? A, are, you a, are you a pack a day? hundred gram a day sugar smoker? At least three sodas per day. Three. Dude, that's sodas? like wait. Are we talking twelve ounces or twenty ounces? Like cans. Full sugar. Hmm. No diet Pepsi. Oh fuck diet. Diet Monster though. The white, white, white one's pretty good. No, that's not so bad. It's like no no, no 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 no. That's thirty four times three. That's like one hundred and three, which is like I think hundred grams is the most you can get without getting diabetes. There's a thing called seltzer. You should look into it. That's why I don't drink seltzer because I have looked into it. There's a thing called water. You can you can drink it <laughs> sometimes. You you need a tea break from a sugar. <laughs> Because it, it truly, once you once you break from it, you don't need it anymore. Genuinely speaking, I do need to stop eating so much sugar because I'm up to 240 right now. I'm up to 240, guys. Damn. It's not good. It's not good. Damn, that's a hundred pound more to me. <laughs> <laughs> Observe whether the food's texture makes the food easy to swallow and to eat, or if the texture leaves your mouth dry. Well, how do you think this guy would feel eating thick water? Would, would your mouth feel Ooh. dry or wet after drinking <laughs> thick water? I think it would be dry. I feel it could absorb more moisture than it would provide. You could definitely chew thick water. But can you pass me the tablet for the next step? Imagine, <laughs> I wonder what thick water is like when it comes out. All Just, right, this is the first part that I can relate to. Mm. Part two, step three. Taste the food to experience the flavor. <laughs> That seems like something I would see in, like a, like, a bad restaurant, like, on the menu. Taste the food to experience the flavor of uh, Baskin-Robbins. On the window. Come into Baskin-Robbins for the month of October and really taste the food. <laughs> 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 Take another bite and move the food over your tongue. <salam Kenseth> uh, <It's> like, <laughs> like a nice glass of wine. Yeah. yeah. Certain areas of your tongue are most attuned to sweet. While others are more attuned to salt, sour, or savory tex- flavors. Is it the same for everybody? Yeah, dude. I got my tongue is fucked up. My north uh, east quadrant is the sour quadrant, which is <laughs> totally reversed from the way it's, it's supposed to be. Um, <laughs> yeah, my southeast quadrant is entirely dedicated to corn. <laughs> yeah, he got born with the corn bug gene. <laughs> I was Born with the corn. Uh, so this will help you experience all the flavors this food has to offer. Ooh, the corn syrup on this is so excellent. Such a high quality syrup. It's really stimulating quadrant three. Note, if the food tastes the way it smelled, or different, write down your impressions of the food's taste. Not just good or bad, but at least five phrases that would help you characterize it if you were trying to remember it in the future or describe it to somebody else. What is this guy, like, doing this for? Is this his job, or does he just keep forgetting what hamburgers This had to be, like? like, a sommelier. This is, like, the guy who works at the dog food factory, like, having to eat dog food every day. <laughs> oh, my God, the professional dog, ta- dog food taster. <laughs> professional dog taster. <laughs> well, like, do you think they would have a dog? I feel like they must have a dog tasting the dog food, too. I don't think we care too well, much about what it tastes like. Dogs are usually on that, like, I'm going to eat to survive mode, do- I feel like. Dogs will eat cat turds out of the litter box, so I don't think they are they really care. <laughs> they eat their own shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting a lot of true. notes of, mm, cat turd. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> also, dogs can't fill out surveys after they finish tasting something. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. That's true. So it gives us parameters for how to do this. Um, rate the sweetness, savoriness, sourness, and spiciness of the food. Mm. If you like, you can do this on a scale of 1 to 10. Wait, what about the umami? They didn't mention the umami. What about umami? I don't get what that is. It's the meat flavor. But isn't that savory? No, no, that's... Umami means savory. Okay, so it's just, yeah. (laughs) It's just Japanese. Oh, well, thank you for educating all this. (laughs) Umami is just savory, but weeb. It's also what you say when uh, your mom gives you a yummy treat. I don't get it. (laughs) When tasting a food, it can be helpful to think about what's pleasing about it, and what is displeasurable about it? Yeah, I-, I was eating this chili, but it seemed to be full of screws. <laughs> yeah, I would keep the recipe exactly the same, but just take out the screws and you're golden. That actually happened to me once. I was working in an ice cream stand, and this like guy was like, oh, I've made you some chili. Please eat chili. And I was like, oh, fucking yeah, chili. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, fuck, it's full of screws. What the fuck? Haha, <laughs> you got chili, dude. You got screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Note the aftertaste, if any. For example, so this is like an example of the whole thing. When tasting certain lasagna, certain lasagna. So not all lasagna. What about sea urchin lasagna? (laughs) Mm, That's umami. Well, the only part of sea urchins that you can eat are their gonads. So that's what we wanted to talk about. (laughs) Gones. Give me the gones gones. scones. What do you think? No, no, no. Let Alex finish his thing. (laughs) (laughs) You might note that if it tastes like fresh tomatoes pecorino cheese Ooh. or should i say uh, pecorino just oh, i don't even know pecorino that I just, I just like <laughs> italian spanish there pecorino uh pe- pecorino cheese and too much oregano maybe it reminds you of a bad lasagna you had in a frozen dinner once because it has some sweetness you do not like parentheses five out of ten you could also note it is not spicy and not sour the lasagna is dry and could use more tomato sauce for example, for like that dude was like, for example, and then he just broke out his like Ilios uh, brand lasagna from the freezer. Can I be honest here? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever eaten a frozen meal that I didn't enjoy. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you had me gone for a um, second. I have, so <laughs> I just there's no fucking way. I have never had um like every anytime I've had like frozen chicken nuggets or something like that, they're always like mid to fine. Um, but frozen pizzas, I've had some inedible frozen pizzas, honestly. Mm. Dude, I'm a big Salisbury steak guy. Ooh, I have a lot of frozen Salisbury steaks. I don't think so. I've ever had, like a, fro- like, a frozen steak like that. Like, obviously, you might freeze it for a while, but, like, I never had, like, a, um, like, a hungry man style, something like that. Uh, well, I also had a, I had a f- fried rice once, where, like, the sauce, it was, like, frozen. But, like, when I got it out of the microwave, it was, like, a bunch of pieces of, like, it looked like little pieces of glass, that's fried ice. It was so crunchy. <laughs> yeah, I think that was really the only one that I didn't really like. But you're telling me you've never eaten, like, a fucking... You, there must be at least one frozen meal that you're like, hmm, this might be a little bit, hmm, not quite sure. I mean, so, like, there were different levels of quality, for sure. But there was never a frozen meal that I was like, this is disgusting, I'm not going to finish it. What is the lowest <laughs> quality meal you've subjected yourself to? See, like I literally can't even think of it because I, it was just food I, to me. <laughs> I ate something really adventurous on my uh trip. It was a squid and it was like this big. I'm I'm for the viewers, I'm making like a grapefruit sized like circle. And it was the entire squid except for the tentacles. So it still had like the triangle thing on top with the ink bladder. Yep. And it was stuffed the, and it was not fried, so it was just straight up squid. And I was like, you know what? I love Calvari and eat this, and it was some rubbery, inedible bullshit. Mm. Oh, I love squid, dude! Didn't I love tentacles. Have was you... it like breaded at least? No, no, no. no. It's just, it's just. It, I, it, I look. It really looked like the squids from Super Mario, <laughs> and they still had the little triangle thing on top. It was just oh, everything with the tentacles, and it was stuffed with uh, peppers and cheese. Uh, mine probably, mine probably be the the as I like to call the dirty soup, the Dinty Moore canned <laughs> dirty, beef dirty soup. It's ahead. not frozen though. Yeah, but I could freeze it. I could freeze it, and then it would be fine. You could freeze anything. Oh, you know what? It's, um... What's the frozen meal with the penguin on it? It's, like, kid cuisine. Kid Kid cuisine. Kid cuisine is probably the lowest tier frozen meal I've ever eaten. Wait, wait. Did you eat one when you were an adult? That's legal. You're only allowed to eat them when you're a kid. I mean, I've had, um... What's the the one with, like, the the crackers and the ham lunchables. and the cheese? Lunchables. I, eat those, I used to eat those all the time. The, oh, okay, wait, no. Lunchables don't count on Lunchables are not friendly. Oh, you're right. Those are just refrigerated. Because, honestly, yeah. I fucking love the nacho Lunchables, dude. That I always feel like I'm, like, I'll go in there and be, like, I'll be, like, checking out of the supermarket. And the, the fucking lady will be, like, why, why are you getting a Lunchable? I'm, like, oh, sorry, it's, uh, it's for my son. I'm a father. And she's, like, oh, 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 oh. She's um, like, "Ooh, you're a father." If I had yeah, kids, I'm a dilf. if I had kids, I'd be making my own Lunchables for them because Lunchables is a like fucking racket. <laughs> it's like it's like four or five dollars for like five chips. Yeah, no, so, dude, like, it's two dollars. It's like a dollar sixty-seven you can, is a good you price. Can buy a whole box of crackers, a whole thing of cheese, pepperoni, and pepperoni, and you will be able to make like fifteen Lunchables. Yep. And yeah, no, you're no. gonna pay for you, two lunchables. Do you know how much? I, okay, let's, And it'll have ten you know times much, the quality. Yes, you, and like it won't be. Do you know process. what the nacho the nacho economy is like right now? For one jar of nachos, it is four dollars just for the sauce. If you want chips, what, it's another like, four dollars for like the queso. Yeah, like for the, like, the, like the like the like fucking Tostitos like nachos. Yeah. And don't don't even ask me if you want to make crudités. Crudités. Yeah, Quaker the Quaker Oats crudités. It's, <laughs> it's a tough kind of history. Okay, we're on to part three. Creating an ideal tasting environment. Hold the test in a quiet and smell free area. It's gotta be quiet. It can't be smelly. I'm eating Does <laughs> someone just fart? I'll kill you. Quiet please. Quiet. Quiet in the room. That, that, that think, makes a smell and a noise. You have to terminate on site. <laughs> you, you're get into like those uh, like those um, those fucking uh, bunny suits they have like in the like CPU factories where there's like no hairs, there's no dust, what there's the fuck nothing. Are you yeah, about? The, the clean rooms. A yeah. bunny suit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know what? That's what they call them. Like you know when uh, like like surgeons or shit. Like you where you put on the funny shoes, you put on the funny hat and like the big white suit so none of your that. particles can come out of you at all. You're kind of like the pope. Yeah, it's like the Pope mobile. If it was not a mobile and actually just an area where you would eat food, <laughs> what if the Pope had a suit? <laughs> and it prevented any noises and smells from getting there. Create <laughs> the great, perfect eating environment. The perfect conditions for eating are exactly what you need for poping as well. So it's pretty convenient. <laughs> I bet you the Pope has had a few frozen dinners he did not like. Yeah I bet the Pope It's quiz cuisine <laughs> Quiz cuisine <laughs> oh Is it a cuisine? We'll have to find out <laughs> Giving a French a French chef Food kid cuisine This is not cuisine <laughs> <laughs> In order to get the clearest imp- In order to get the clearest impression of a food Hold your sensory evaluation In a quiet and smell free spot Other smells in the area May change the way the food tastes to you a calm, clean space will help you focus on the food sample at head. So if you actually you could easily sabotage somebody by walking by them and farting and be like, haha, now you're eating my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could sabotage somebody by doing really stupid antisocial behavior. <laughs> Dude, I totally sabotaged you. I did a sabotage. Your sense of taste and smell is the sharpest in the morning and before eating other foods. This may be a good time of day to hold an evaluation. Have they even talked about palate cleansers yet? No, is that no. like was that like smelling coffee? Well, when you go to have like sushi, they have little bits of ginger there for you to snack on in between pieces of sushi. Yeah, I've had like sorbet as a palate cleanser before too. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, wh- no, that, that that makes if you're if you're yeah. having savory foods, something sweet would be the perfect palate cleanser. Yeah, but I'm trying to picture like having a nice meal and then someone just puts sorbet in front of you immediately and they like clean your palate, <laughs> clean that shit up. Well, it's I mean, fucking be a dirty. Tasty dessert, you know? It was while I was on a cruise. Oh wait, so, I mean, hey, what's this? oh wait did I get to my thing <laughs> part three step two set out water to cleanse your palate fucking boring I would never do that in my entire life I would I would never give my body the fuel it needs and deserves <laughs> my body is a dumpster Fred what are you gonna do when it's the apocalypse and all of a sudden you have to pee I drink my piss obviously. my body is a temple and the shrine is a mountain dew can you imagine if there's like a world conflict and the only thing you can buy at the grocery store is lots of beans and rice <laughs> Fred, Fred will be the one laughing when like we run out of water and we need to get used to we need to like meta- get used to metabolizing five sodas a day yeah what is what is your go-to Wait, soda hold on there is a movie where the dude it's it's a movie from like the 80s where he goes into the future and the only water source on the planet has been subsidized by soda companies oh Dune. it's idiocracy oh, do you know what that is the movie is, is that, is that what yeah. it's called? okay I don't know what it it's was. It's actually a documentary. <laughs> 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 yeah, it really... It really, like, captures the brand in presence. Uh, but probably... probably. Uh, if not, Baja Blast. Um, oh, sorry, sorry. Pitch Black Mountain Dew. I, <laughs> what I, I, wait, the wait, fuck? We, we weren't <laughs> asking you what, <laughs> you, would what you would choose. No, no I did. did. I did. did. I, oh. I think the only soda I would, like... Drink over like water is uh, Baja Blast because mm-hmm. it is like I have my limits and that is too tasty. Respect. No, there's something different about Baja Blast. I, although I find it really funny, just like the idea of only subsisting off of three cans of Baja Blast a day for my fluids. Fred, do you have like chronic heartburn? No, that's you, also why I can't drink soda. Do you just oh, piss straight? No, it's fine. I don't. I don't want it anymore. That's the thing because I don't drink it. <laughs> so I don't even think to have it. That's true. That would suck. <laughs> yeah, on the other hand, beers, I'm constantly craving them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, fuck water. Uh, but have some sips of it uh, while tasting, especially if you'll be trying multiple samples of anything. Make sure you smell the water and put your fingers in it and do all sorts of stuff. <laughs> to it. Swirl it around, Just sniff it, it up put it in your, your ear nose. ear for a second, and see what it sounds like. Get an ear infection. <laughs> do you think you can put a hamburger in your ear to see what it hears like? <laughs> Yes. Take a core sample. And just this. Your music <laughs> here's good. <laughs> a nice, nice syringe full of hamburger. This will ensure the smell and taste of one food doesn't mess up the next one. Drink a few sips between foods to cleanse your palate. When you, so, like, I can imagine this if you were like tasting things with subtle differences. Like, you need a palate cleanser between the wine so they don't taste the same. Or if you're like sampling olive oil or some shit like that. But like. Like, what are you going to be eating in your daily life where you need to, like, palate cleanse between things? Like, I feel like you're going to construct the meal so that all the things, like, go together. Like, I don't understand. Different sodas. Oh, no. I want to <laughs> do, like... What was it that meal you were telling me about where you have, a like, one bite of, like, 50 different foods? Yeah, it's, like, going to, like, an expensive experimental restaurant where everything is just a single bite of deconstructed whatever <laughs> and it's like that's what i want in the restaurant i just want 50 different bites of everything on the menu dude i, I i'm coming back to this burger and a syringe idea like if it was one dollar and they they have like a like what was it like a little snack syringe where you just squirt it in your mouth and like a little <laughs> one-shot kind of thing I'll, I'll do you one better it's like a baby bird it's like baby bird food what if you you know you can add like a turbo shot to like like a dunkin donuts coffee yeah like, what if you could go to McDonald's and be like, "Yeah, can I get a can I get a, a shot of hamburger?" And then like they make like a sauce out of a hamburger, and then they put that on your hamburger. Oh my! Wait, the burger sauce. It's like a puree. <laughs> yeah, it's like a pureed burger that you can put on your burger. You want to mm. supercharge your water burger? <laughs> <laughs> This burger iced coffee sucks. <laughs> hey bodybuilder, this has ten percent more protein than water. Oh yeah, no that would that would blow up with the bodybuilding community. They'd be like, did you guys get the extra burger? Wait, wait, no, dude, <laughs> canned burgers. It's like a soda. You Go to the gas station. That's just they sandwich. Get a, you can get a, pur- a pureed burger in a can. It's All like hard right. bur- Burger Do. So you're <laughs> the- Baja Burger Do, du, dude. <laughs> so you're like the Japan expert. I'm sure there's a soda in Japan that just has a hamburger printed on it. Um, I'm sure they make a savory, salty soda in Japan. They have to. I I don't think I've ever seen one. I, I feel like I think there's, there's probably a coffee soda. I think there's only two markets where something a salty soda could survive: <laughs> Iceland and Japan, and that's it. <laughs> oh, Dude. you know what? Soy soda is definitely a thing. Soida. Have you ever been to Iceland? <laughs> Their currency is so fucked up. Like I had this a, like flight stop over there, and I was trying to eat at the airport, and they're like. Well, this this like uh, sandwich that's gonna be like forty nine flügels, and then you you do the like the and you're like that's so expensive, but then you actually do the uh, like the currency swap and it's like still fifteen dollars. Flügel? They're, the they're called flügels. No, it's like they their currency is unbelievably. It's like yen, where it's just like you you're paying like a million things or something. I was playing Yakuza and they're talking about like like we almost gave this guy a million yen, and I was, which like, is like ten thousand dollars. Yeah. seven thousand oh, yeah. dollars. <laughs> I was like, wow. And they kept calling it a milli in the English dub, which is funny because it's like not a million. A a million, million, million. That is, that is a million, like exactly like Doctor Evil like one million dollars. It's like that's actually not worth that much anymore. <laughs> Give me one hundred dollars. All right. Stewie so would say. Uh, fuck water. If your food sample is oily, crunching on a cleansing food such as raw carrots before sipping water. Oily crunching on uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> if your food sample is oily. Okay, comma. On. Comma. Pause. Pause. Crunching on a cleansing food such as raw carrots before sipping water can cleanse your palate of some of the residual fat. Mm. What is like carrots like anti-oil properties? I got the oily crunchy carrot. I guess guess, like starchy would be like the opposite of oily maybe. I don't know. Mm. Uh, Part three, step three, record impressions as you go to keep different foods straight. Set out a notepad so you can write down your impressions of each dish you taste. Especially if you taste multiple foods, it can be difficult to record your thoughts after the fact when each food might blend with the next. Take lots of notes as you taste to record your thoughts most accurately. Oh my god, imagine going to a restaurant and like, you know, you get the food, squeeze it a little bit, sniff it, sniff it. You write down like a page or three, and then you bring it to the chef and be like, hello chef, here's my notes. Three (laughs) Three pages of notes. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Chef, I, I took the liberty of uh, writing you a little bit of, of yeah, note. Yes, your burger was very oily, crunchy. I wrote you a little piece of epic poetry about the burger you served for me. Is there any way you could make the burger more burgery? <laughs> I, don't I know, know that's could, a strange request. Could you maybe add some burger water to the burger? Are you, I'm telling you, man, you got to put the burger puree sauce on there. My friends at McDonald's have been doing something really, really interesting. Maybe you should take a page from their book. So somebody had this idea. and I, I, I saw it on Twitter. I don't know who the fuck to credit, but like... They're like you take a Big Mac and you make a puree out of it, and then you put the Big Mac puree onto a good burger. Wasn't that what I was just talking about? Did I steal that? Wait, no, but, it, but, it, but it's like more about it like the, the, the like the sauce and all of the ingredients. Like you get the big because like you, the Big Mac sauce is good, but the quality of the burger is so bad. Uh huh. So you know you can make like a Big Mac puree and you could like dip your chicken in it. you can, like, yeah, I don't know who the fuck was like eating a burger one day and was like, yeah, this needs more bread. Well, yeah, the extra bun that they yeah, add to like the middle the fuck of the burger. Is that? Just take it. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's like they don't already serve double cheeseburgers. I think it's a structural element, but, but it like, makes it more unstable. It just gets soggy, no? Well, no, because you eat the burger, and as you're eating it, the bun, the bottom, the middle bun slowly ekes out more and more until like oh. half of the bun is hanging out. Oh, the Oh, no, butt. It's, it's practical. It's because of the, the water content of the burger. It'll just saturate the bottom buns. So they put another bun in there so it doesn't get the whole thing. They, they can red. afford to add that less sauce, honestly. <laughs> They could. And honestly, if a burger is taller than my mouth, I don't want to eat it. But that's, that's the other thing is that you could statement. just like lightly squeeze it and it will contract to about the size of a <laughs> the eye of a needle. <laughs> you can, you can put in like one of those penny squeezers and get like a really thin burger out of it. I mean, just go on one of those YouTube channels with the hydraulic press. Order the dense burger. This This is the most calories in the least space we could scientifically engineer. <laughs> the black hole burger. Part three, step four. Use a preference test if you want to determine likability. What is this, Tinder? Oh, oh. oh. Preference <laughs> tests are used to determine whether you like or dislike a food product. Yeah, I call that eating it. That usually helps me determine whether it's good. An example of a preference test would be if you enjoy the taste of a particular muffin or not. Letting your testers know that likability is the most important yeah, blah, this blah, the... I have to restart that sentence oh. what are you going to say no just restart the sentence letting your testers know that likability is most important will allow them to focus on that Th- uh, That this sentence actually I need to for this letting your testers know that likability is most important to you will allow them to focus on that in their notes yeah this burger's is really lacking in his soft skills can't very well communicate with him Yeah, I feel like this breeder's kind of flaky. And it doesn't have a reliable means of transportation. Let me see his resume again. (laughs) For example, if you are giving directions out to other testers, you might say at the beginning of the test, today, I want to find out if you like this blueberry muffin or not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, imagine, like, waking up and, like, the, uh you're in like a room with your leg chained to a radiator and the guy the saw guy comes on the tv and he's like today i would like to see if you like this blueberry muffin or not it's like if you don't tell me whether you like it or not you die it's like oh shit how am i gonna get out of this one uh use a discrimination test if you want feedback on a product attribute i don't think i want to do that (laughs) They should have kept this step out of the sky Discrimination tests are used to judge a preference about one part of a product Such as the color Hmm Hmm (laughs) Hmm An example of a discrimination test could be marketing study About whether you prefer green mint chip ice cream or white mint chip ice cream White mint chip ice cream? That's toothpaste yeah, I prefer green for sure. If it's no, not it's green, green, it's not mint. Yeah. No, I, I literally it, it fundamentally has to be green. I I can't say uh, I I like I have eaten or white, red white or milk. pink. Yeah, like peppermint Oh, actually pink. wait, yeah. no red. Red mints, red, red and pink. Woo, mama! Umami. <laughs> <laughs> If the food is red or pink, I'm all over it. Watch out. They call me the red or pink food guy. You better hide your red and pink foods. Do you have anything red and pink? Was that Nathan? No. That was my fat guy at a restaurant impression. Not my monster who owns a hot dog company impression. (laughs) For example, if you're giving directions to other testers, you might say things at the beginning like Today we want to find out which color of the ice cream you like best Uh, And then there's an expert Q&A There's no experts, there's no questions, and there are no answers Nobody eats food I have a really soy question that I think you guys might have the soy answer to Mm -hmm. Um, Do they make like like a Thanos gauntlet ice cream? Like, with gumballs for the for the jewels? I like, But you would have to have a dish shaped like a hand. No, no, no. We, we do. No, so get, mean, like, we do get get the Sonic like, the Hedgehog ones where he's got, like, two <laughs> gumball like, eyes? Do they have one It's like, a Thanos glove? No, I've I'm, yeah, I'm, like, my work sells the SpongeBob ones. So, like, definitely work, have Infinity Gumballs. Your work has, sure. like, the ice cream truck shit. Yeah. Well, not, not two-ball screwballs, unfortunately, because I would eat all of them if they did. But. No, that is an excessive amount of sugar that I will eat. It's an excessive <laughs> amount of balls. <laughs> if only soda had more balls and it would shaped like Sonic. No. Two two balls is excessive. Ramenai soda's got balls in it. <gasps> yeah, yeah it they do. To a choking hazard. No, but like okay, a phanose gauntlet. Easy, dude. I could come up with that right now. You take a rubber glove, one of those doctor gloves. Put a little, put a little marble or put a little gumball in <laughs> each of the fingers. A <laughs> marble or a gumball. <laughs> then you fill it up with um, what is like a gold ice cream, like yellow yeah, lemon yellow, some Coffee. lemon sherbet. Oh, lemons, coffee. Lemon, actually, yeah, oh coffee, actually yeah, coffee. The secret fourth flavor from that kid's next door yeah. ice cream episode. <laughs> then you uh, then you just you have a rubber glove full of ice cream. And you can cut little holes in the fingers and suck it out like a cow's udder. Yeah, that's yeehaw. Okay, now I'm listening. <laughs> but there's a reader success story. I've successfully <laughs> tasted a <the> muffin. <laughs> Oh, it's just, it explains all about texture and the road to learning a sensory test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. didn't even mention mouthfeel once. <laughs> yeah, that's the most important thing is how it feels in your... Actually, no, they did. They t- texture as you chew it. Oh, that is mouth, mouth feel. texture. It's, I don't know how I feel about right. that. So, I, I want you to... Hank, Hank, I want you to rank all the five senses. Okay, first, number one... Umami. Smell. Number two, hearing. Ding, ding. Uh, number three, <laughs> we have Sight. Uh, tasting is four And the last one Is touch Which is okay I, I, I think I agree with that but I would send smell to the bottom
1: No I would but smell, send smell to the top Smell you is you, delightful
0: so, so you would prefer to be like Like unsensed. Like you can't touch anything You can't see, you can't hear but you can smell <laughs> <laughs> That's what you would want That's, yes. el- that's Elder Tor <laughs> Yes <laughs> I think Metallica has a song about that. It it may lead me (laughs) astray, too, because seltzer water smells like the best soda on the fucking planet. But it's disgusting. You, you, you're you like, you've lost all your senses. And you're like, at least I can smell And you take a sip of what you think is soda, and it has like <laughs> 40% less sugar. And it's like, no! That's no, but think about it. If if you lost all of your other senses, your smell would become so powerful, you could probably see people with yeah, your nose. Yeah, imagine how good you could see or hear if you lost all your other senses there. It would be like Batman detective vision. You'd be like those moles that can only smell things. Well, we know somebody who has lost their sense of smell. Oh, yeah. Or who never had it, rather. And right? Um, he also, like, probably tastes about, like, 80% less than everybody else we know because of that. Which is why he likes to eat stinky fish and drink piss. And... But does he hear better than us? Yeah, he's really good at looking at stuff. <laughs> his eyes have compensated for his lack of smell. He has, he has 10-10 vision. I don't think that's a real thing. It's, that's not it. Like, I don't, I don't think your senses actually... Be, like, I think if you're, like, blind... Yeah, bl- sight and hearing are definitely linked. But I don't think but, if you were, like, couldn't smell, know. it would make you have uh, Thanos vision. I don't know if that's a thing. I just made that up. <laughs> Life finds a way. I mean, Thanos is an alien. You probably have super vision. And if you have super vision, you can already tell that I'm going to tell you to send a DM to at anti-underscore-didact on Twitter. I have a plug. I want everybody to go to the island of Milos and try the watermelon pie. That's great. That's great. I think we'll we'll go there next week. Yeah. Um, yeah, make sure to squish it with your fingers to get the full experience. Uh, yep. Follow us. The other channels that we're making are not alive yet, but they will be alive at some point. Yes, 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 yes. So uh, keep those bios, or what are they called, the bios, descriptions? Bioptics? Open the description <laughs> and read the shit in there. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Org. The whole shebang.